This is 680-CJOB. First show back in the new year. What's up, everybody? Kevin Bergen here, and welcome to The Main Ingredient. In the second part of the show, I'll be talking to my friend, Megan Kamai, about ionizers. But first, as much as I love the eating and drinking that comes with the holidays, it has to end sometime, which is why my friend and Sobeys Extra Pharmacy dietitian, Jessica Welichenko, is here to talk about healthy choices for the new year. Welcome, Jessica. And let me start by asking, what does a dietitian eat over the holidays? Do you indulge just like the rest of us? And if so, do you feel guilty? Not a lot of guilt, uh, but always good food and some good drinks and good company. But definitely no guilt because technically the new year doesn't start till the next day, right? Okay, so do you take the same approach? Well, I'm sure you don't take the same approach I take, which is like really eat, really drink, and really be merry, right? Sometimes, well, most of the time it's not like I go over the top, but when people are feeling guilty about Maybe I shouldn't eat that cake or maybe I'm, I never do that. I never guilt myself. If I want something, I want it. And when I want to work out, I work out. How, what's your approach to that? Well, I think the more you restrict yourselves, uh, the more you're going to want something. I mean, it's human nature. If I tell you not to eat ice cream, the first thing you want to do is eat ice cream. For sure. So we play those games with ourselves. It's only going to put us in a worse place. You definitely have to have those cravings, be human, be normal, eat that food. But it's what you do a majority of the time that makes the biggest difference. If you're giving into your cravings every single day, multiple times a day, but you expect to reach a certain level of health or wellness, it's probably not going to happen, right? So you really just need to balance it out. Kind of the 80-20 rule, like 80% of the time you're doing what's best for you and 20% of the time you're treating yourself and you're having what you want. Guilt-free. Good point. So I can't have Big Macs every day and carrots on Sundays? You can do that if you want, (laughs) but you know, then just be realistic about what kind of results you want to see. I'm going to be ripped. Like I don't know what you're talking about. Come on, man. Sometimes when you do certain things, like the the holidays, the last half of December is a write-off, right? It's not like anybody gets any real work done. People are away. So even if you're at work, the people that you're usually collaborating with, they're not there anyway. So you don't get any work done. So things change. Your habits change. You you know, there's more little get-togethers, more parties, more cake. Love it. More wine. After that amount of time, it's almost like a habit after, right? You get back to the new year, and now you've got these... Either the habits that you were trying to create with the, with your fitness have gone out the window and maybe your eating's gone a little bit awry. So how can you get back to that? How do you get in the mindset to get back to that? Yeah, and, and that's always the tough part for people is really kind of thinking that all or nothing approach. Yes. Right? <laughs> like you think here's the new year and I need to kickstart this the right way. Mm-hmm. Um But it's really important to pace yourself and settle back into your routine and then make minor adjustments and don't do a complete overhaul of your of your lifestyle or also won't feel like yourself. You won't feel natural in how you're living your day-to-day life and you'll end up not liking it. It's just committing too hard and then falling off, right? You want to make those small changes that are going to be long-term changes. Right. Okay. So let's talk about changes for long-term habits that people have smoking um maybe not exercising how do you get into especially smoking how do you get into breaking those old vices we've all got vices Mm -hmm. whether it's smoking or other things you know what kind of mindset or approach can you take to those things 
That's the million dollar question, right? Is how do we motivate ourselves to make those changes? And when I'm working with clients, I think the biggest piece that I see as a success for people is they have to make a change. They have to create a habit of something that's going to be valuable to them. So they have to see it valuable in their life, um, the benefits of quitting smoking, or they have to see uh, the benefits of exercising be of value to them or eating better, eating more vegetables, let's say another common New Year's resolution. Well, what are the benefits to doing that? And do I value that? Is that something that's truly going to make a difference for me? Because if you just pick resolutions or new habits blindly because everybody else says that it's good to do and you don't value that, it's not going to happen. You're not going to stick to it. Right. You know what? Especially this time of year, you're just bombarded with all the New Year's resolution stuff, the exercise stuff, and how you can change and all that kind of kind of thing. So it almost seems like a lot of people just do it because everybody else is doing it, right? Kind of a little bit bizarre. Part of the thing that you just said about the eating better, I've never asked you about supplements. You know, I know you guys um, have a lot of things that you offer at Sobe. So maybe we can talk about when it is time for supplements. Sometimes you're not getting something in your diet. Is there anything wrong with taking supplements? Well, I mean, my approach as as a dietitian would be food first. Mm -hmm. So if you can get it from food, absolutely go that route. Um, But for some people following certain diets who have different allergies or dietary restrictions, you may need to take a supplement to actually get all the nutrients that you would need. So looking at someone who may have an allergy to dairy, for example, Mm -hmm. right? Well, where are they getting their calcium from? Are they getting adequate sources of calcium in their diet? Someone who's following a vegetarian diet, is their vegetarian diet balanced enough to give them all the nutrients that they need? So supplements have a place. Um, I think some people use and abuse them. They think that you need to start eating healthy, working out, and taking supplements or vitamins. Um, But if you have an overall balanced diet, then you don't necessarily need supplements. I guess the name supplement says all that it needs to say, right? It's not a replacement. (laughs) Exactly. It's supplementing something that you might be lacking. So it's kind of filling the gap for that, right? Yeah, exactly. So food first if you can. Food first. That's not a bad idea. All right. Let's talk about, um, speaking of food, let's talk about actual food. So a lot of times I'm bolting out the door, maybe miss breakfast, start the day off wrong. I know a lot of people who don't eat breakfast on a regular basis. Now, maybe their resolution is to maybe make sure they have breakfast. And sometimes that may be a hard adjustment for people, right, to actually get into eating food um, first thing in the morning. So how do you think people can kind of make that transition? Well, research consistently shows um, people who skip breakfast do oftentimes find the rest of their day being very different as far as focus or energy, having difficulty doing that throughout the day when you miss breakfast. So if you're someone who constantly skips breakfast, that lack of focus or uh, the tiredness that you might feel during the day, you just become used to it. It's become your normal and you don't really know how your body would feel if you actually ate breakfast. So what I always recommend chronic breakfast skippers to do when we start introducing breakfast to their routine, um, doing it for at least three to five days in a row without giving up on the process. Because you may eat breakfast one day and say, oh, I was way too hungry or I didn't feel well. Right, right. A lot of people say they don't feel well. They didn't feel well. So you have to give your body time to adjust because you had this habit for so long and now you need to at least stick with it for that three to five days to start feeling the energy boost and the benefit of it. Jessica, funny enough, the simple water recipe is one we use at home the most, but let's start with the overnight oatmeal, which is a recipe we equally love. 
Yes, for sure. So overnight oatmeal uh, is a really great breakfast option because like you said, it can be uh, eaten really quickly and taken out the door with you. So with that recipe, we actually made it um, what you're, you're intended to make it the night before and then it sits in your fridge. You don't have to cook it. So it's simply combining a quick cooking oat um, with a protein like a Greek yogurt. Mm -hmm. And then we use liquid milk and chia seeds to thicken it, right? So you're not actually cooking it. You don't have to apply heat to it. And then you add whatever toppings you want on top, right? Yeah, I added way too many. Hey, that's okay. Like 50 pounds of toppings. You had like walnuts, raspberries (laughs) on there, like whatever you want, right? That's the beauty of it. (laughs) That's funny. Didn't have like Fruit Loops or something on there? I can't remember what I had in there. Um, <laughs> you could have a little bit of that too. <laughs> uh, and you also, okay, we, we made that also, but we had a, a, a tropical green smoothie. I love that tropical green smoothie. The reason I loved it is because I told you I haven't had avocado in a smoothie mm-hmm. before, which may sound kind of strange that I think it's so original and new, but let's talk about the smoothie that we made. Yes. So smoothie, another really good go-to for breakfast. And when you think of making a rounded meal, right? Like breakfast, you want to ensure that you're including enough of the food groups at one meal. You know, you can't just run out the door with a piece of toast and say, okay, I had breakfast. That's a food item from one food group. Um, A smoothie is an opportunity to put more food groups, food items all together. So in that tropical green smoothie, we had our vegetables. You had a ton of spinach in there. Yeah. And you know what's strange? You couldn't taste it once it was blended up. Like it was half filled with spinach, that blender was. And once we put all the stuff in there and blended it up, barely taste it and it looked bright green so mm-hmm. you knew it was in there but we hid that kind of flavor of the spinach with fruit yeah, great, so there's great some frozen kids, right? mango exactly so sneaking in the fruit and the veggies in a smoothie is a really great idea and then adding that avocado adds the healthy fat so avocado. introducing something that will fill you up yeah, that was really good. Let's move on to water. Like we talked yes, about. Yes, you're really into this water. I'm really I'm into happy the water. To hear that. It was good. Let's talk about the water that we made first of all with the sparkling water. So sparkling water uh, was the flavored water that we made, right? right? So again, talking about New Year's resolutions, people wanting to eat better, drink more water. It's so important to stay hydrated, especially in the winter months. We tend to dry out uh, really quickly. So we need 9 to 12 cups of water per day. It varies a little bit, men or women. Um, But some ways to boost the amount of water that you drink is actually making it taste really good. Some people like um, plain water, but the flavored water we made was raspberry, lemon, and just uh, a little drizzle of honey to add some sweetness to the water. Mm -hmm. So that way it's really easy to get to your nine to 12 cups a day. Like we drink this jug like nobody's business. Sometimes I think I'm drinking way too much water only because it tastes so good. I never thought of putting honey in water, but it goes. Yeah. And I mean, think about other things that you might drink pop or juice and you wouldn't want to consume that much of it right Mm -hmm. so you putting the honey in there controls the natural sweetness but it's also really key that you fill that jug with a little bit of hot water so it sits in with the fruits that you would put in there right so the raspberries the lemon just topping that off with a bit of hot water before you fill it with cold water really helps to extract the flavor it does perfect eating healthier obviously means trying to make convenient ways for people to eat. If it's a lot of work sometimes, you're going to avoid eating it. So I know you had before, you had some simple food solutions for increasing your fruit and vegetable intake. There was grab-and-go vegetable sticks we had talked about. 
when you're looking at something like vegetables or fruit, um, making them accessible, okay, and making them simple and quick to eat is really important. So, so when you're hungry, you will just eat anything. I'm, I'm, I'm the kind of person that, yeah, once I'm hungry, if there's not something ready for me to eat, then I'm eating anything, right? So that kind of helps you avoid that. Right. So having this ready to eat, maybe you would choose that as part of your snack at least, right? Um, And then another thing too, when you're looking at preparing vegetables, make something once that can be used a few different times, right? So if you're making a salad, for example, maybe the components that you're putting in there can be used in other recipes. Maybe you would roast some of those vegetables, Mm. cook them up as part of a casserole, but still use them for a salad. So you're doing the work of prep once, but it's going three different uh, places, different recipes. So you're not eating the same thing all the time. Do you have a New Year's food resolution? A New Year's food resolution. Uh, I tend to stay away from making those types of resolutions, but I am partaking in the dry January this year. What's dry January? So dry January is where you uh, abstain from drinking any type of alcohol for the full month. So even that glass of wine with dinner, I won't be having that. Uh, Just trying to push (laughs) myself in new ways. (laughs) Yes, make me some of your flavored water and that would be really great. Which is, which is awesome. Do people usually ask you, you know, what you're doing as far as resolution for food goes or what you do for food? Or if you go to party, like a Christmas party or whatever, where they're serving, serving certain things, they're looking at what you're eating. You Absolutely. I mean? All the time I get that. Uh, and, I, and I think it's just genuine interest from mm-hmm. people, right? It's like really wanting to know, well, what can you do? And I mean, I'm not perfect. Nobody is, right? You you make your choices kind of the best you can for yourself. But I really follow the 80-20 rule. Like 80% of the time you're doing what's best for you and 20% of the time you're just going for it. So sometimes if I'm at a party um, or at a gathering and people introduce me, oh, what do you do for work? And I tell them I'm a dietitian. First thing they do look at what I'm eating, look at what I'm drinking. I love it. That right? Be, yeah, and right then I'll, I'll have to say, yeah, you know what, cake, but tonight, tonight I'm not. Tonight's my 20%, right? Yeah. So, but yeah, it's always about doing what's right for you and not for anybody else. Right? You have to make those choices based on your own values and your own means too. How much time do you have? How much money do you have? Um, is it going to work for you? Right. So. So I guess I got a, I got the 80-20 rule down too, but mine's like 80% bad. The backwards, <laughs> the backwards version. I just got to flip it around and then maybe I can be as good as you. But you're drinking a lot more water now, right? So, hey, that's a really great resolution too. Flavored water washes down Big Macs really well, just so you know. I'm glad you told me. No comment otherwise. <laughs> Thanks for coming in, buddy. Always good to be here. Sports news and weather are on tap next. And then what is an ionizer? I asked that question too, so I brought my water expert friend Megan Kamai to tell me what they are and what they do exactly, and that's coming up next on The Main Ingredient. Welcome back to The Main Ingredient. I'm Kevin Bergen. Remember those days when if you wanted a glass of water, you just took it from the tap? Those days seem to be long gone for many of us, and a little while ago, I was at my friend Megan's house and noticed this device hooked up in her kitchen on the faucet. After she told me, of course, I dragged her in the studio to tell me more. So, Megan, before we start talking about ionizers, let's hear a little bit more about your history and your health journey. I would have to say my health journey started probably a good eight years ago. Mm -hmm. I was dealing with a lot of food intolerance, a lot of sickness and 
um, really bad skin and just a lot of different things. And, you know, I had tried pills and all this different and it wasn't working. Mm -hmm. And so I started to look towards, you know, what's really going on in my body. And I just got really into the researching it. And, you know, I tried, I did, I tried a lot of different things natural as well. And, but over time I saw improvements and I started learning about nutrition and how that's important. And I started feeling better. And, um, and then my friend was like, I have this amazing water machine. And I was like, okay, what does that mean? And he told me I needed one in my life. And I just totally, I didn't believe him. And I, it was probably a good year, year and a half after he told me about it, that his friend had one that I could put in my house for free for a week. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, we were buying bottled water. So I was like, oh, free water for a week. I'll take advantage of that one. Isn't it funny how nowadays... I remember years ago, maybe 20 years ago, when, maybe when I was a teenager, how I remember kind of bald water became the thing. And I thought, why would you buy something that you already get for free out of the tap? Yeah. No one's going to make money off that. Yeah. And now I'm, look at it, right? It's huge. It's so huge. That is the number one bought drink is bottled water. It's like insane. they are making a little, so much money off of bottled water. <laughs> yeah, the so they're making a... A lot of money. They're making a lot of money. <laughs> and uh, and um, a lot of it is just filtered tap water and, you know, like, and it's not regulated. So, yeah. Okay. So the whole water industry has no regulations. It's a complicated thing in terms of what the regulations are and how you can word things on a label. Let's say I had plastic bottles and I just want to take tap water and fill it up and call it filtered water and sell it. Mm-hmm. I can do that. You pour it, you put it through a filter, you put it through your reverse osmosis and it's, you know, filtered water. That's pathetic. I know. And not only that, but these, this bottled water is um, sitting in warehouses. It's usually in there, in that bottle for a one to three years before you drink it. Crazy. You know what? Okay. I took you off track. Kind of sidetracked you there. We're going into something else, but we're going to come back to that. Okay. hundred percent. Yep. Right. And let's talk, let's get back to you because it's, it's a big topic. Okay. I have a, I have a few questions. Oh, I am excited. Answer them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what um, made you decide to try this water? Your friend had a machine. The word free. <laughs> you are from Winnipeg. I am You're from Winnipeg. You're a true I grew up on, on the farm, small town. If I, if I can get a hold of a deal, I'll get a hold of one. So it was free to try and mm -hmm. so I was like okay we're buying water it'll save us a little bit of money try some free and then give the machine back and we're good to go right and uh so then my friend's friend who had this machine came over and I don't know these people and I don't know who they are they're coming into my house and they're hooking up this machine and then they're they pour me this fresh glass of water and they hold it up like <gasps> oh it's like angels. angels, I can hear them singing, and it's like, do you see that? Do you see the molecular hydrogen in there? And I'm like, I have no idea what they're talking about. Like, I'm just like, smile and nod. You know, it's all like, I just, I thought they were out to lunch. But you know what? Um, I had to eat my words because we started drinking this water, and, you know, it was just, it tasted awesome, and it also made us, like, we felt great, and in quite a short period of time. And so then it was like, okay, I need to look into this a little bit more and do, and then I really started to research and, and learn. And that's when this switch flipped in my mind about the whole thing. 
All right, so let's talk about water itself. Okay. Yep. How does someone know whether or not the water they're drinking every day is good water? Like, what makes good water good? What makes bad water bad? I know it's a, that's a very broad question. Mm-hmm. You could go into all sorts of terms and details, but maybe we'll try to okay. say it in layman's terms. You know, ones that I understand because I'm really slow. <laughs> okay. Well, um, so we have some options in terms of our water. Right. Um, and there is different. There is obviously different opinions on what is acceptable. For sure. Um, so we have our natural sources, mm-hmm. tap water and well water, and um, a lot of spring water. These natural sources, you know, they, you know, I don't know, maybe 100, 200 years ago, were great. They were good, but the reality is, with pl- whatever goes up in smoke is coming down in uh, in the rain, mm-hmm. and so. Um, funny story <laughs> so anyways i told you i grew up on the farm and uh we just drank well water mm-hmm. like i have a cup here and i'm about to drink some, some tap water and i feel really really bad about it i may just shrivel up here should i do you want me to rescue you with my my beautiful water <laughs> here <laughs> i feel so bad for you <laughs> You're dying, Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> you need help okay so Mom and dad, they wanted, I, we got this machine and I was like, mom and dad, you need to have this machine in your home. So, the, but you know, it's, we're going to run it off your well water. We really need to get your water tested. So you need to get your water. That's number one. If you take anything away from this is please test your water. So, um, what do you mean test your water? Like test it yourself or hire someone to test it? Take it to like a water testing place and get it tested. Is that what you did? Yes, like with my, well, with Winnipeg Water and Waste, you can look on their website and you can see what's in the water. Um, but if anybody's on a well, especially, or, you know, or, or a sand point or something, it's really important to test the water. So like mom and dad, they got their water tested. They got the results back and it was like, do not drink this water. Hang on, do, water they've been drinking yes. their whole lives. You had drank. I had up. drank. So I was, <laughs> was like, like, I'm lucky to be living. I know. I'm like, is it? So it's not normal for your pee to be green, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I'm fine. I'm yeah, fine. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so like they were like, don't even brush your teeth with this water. It's so bad. And Seriously? So, yes. So s- please test your water um, if you're drinking. You know, it's, you know, we're in this area, like Winnipeg, Manitoba, we're in a floodplain, you know, like high water tables. Farming is going on. Like everything's happening and it's getting into the water so it's getting harder and harder just to get good clean water so the number one thing you can do is get it tested and then obviously like the tap water you know there's things in there that are debatable you know stuff that's in there that some research is showing that is is not good for your health and so you want to filter that out at the very least all right so there's there's a few different kinds of filtered water or what's mm-hmm. considered to be filter Right? Like, and then we'll get to the kind that you're talking about. Yeah. The kind that you drink. So we have, there's some different options. Uh, one of the main ones that we hear about is reverse osmosis. Right. So that basically um, takes everything out of the water. It takes all the bad out, but it also takes all of the good out. So you don't have any minerals left and our bodies need minerals. So is that just like drinking or not drinking at all? Like it's just no, like you're still nothing? getting water. Uh, you're still, you know, getting a certain amount of hydration. Mm-hmm. So it's better than drinking nothing uh, or drinking pop or, you know, that right. kind of thing. But yep. it's still, you're missing out on a lot of the benefits that good water has. Gotcha. Distilled is similar. It's through evaporation. It's, but these these rever- these purified waters, they don't actually exist 
in nature. You know, it's not, it's not, it's unnatural. So, um, and then there is, you know, just your normal little filter, you filter system, systems at home. You know, you can do a Brita filter, you can. Oh, like the Brita, Brita. Yeah. Ones? And there's just, there's lots of other options like filters that, you know, will take out certain contaminants, take out chlorine or mm-hmm. fluoride. Like you can do a whole house system if you want, filter mm-hmm. the water in your whole home. And then there's ionized water. Just as kind of like a quick note, this water has a lot of different names. I'm just going to mention them once and then I'll just use ionized water for simplicity. Give it up, sister. Give it up. So this is also known as molecular hydrogen, hydrogen-rich water, electrolyzed reduced water, ionized alkalized water. These are kind of the names that, you know, is used to talk about this water. Right. The other hydrogen-rich is the other term that I've heard the most other Mm, than ionized. mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's definitely... It's got a lot of names. So ionize is the shortest one. For sure. I like <laughs> so that. Nice I'll and simple. I can, I can say that and remember that. <laughs> yeah, That's good. Yeah. So, okay. So ionized water, what is it? Um, you. It's made by an ionizer. Imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's really complicated. There. I know. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's amazing. So, and an ionizer is just a machine. It's like the size of an encyclopedia. Do people even know what encyclopedias are? When you you said that, I'm like, my kids wouldn't even know what that is, an encyclopedia. Um, Two laptops stacked (laughs) next to each other. That's better. That's better. Is that like the right kind of thing to say? So um, it sits on your counter. You plug it in. You attach it to your kitchen tap. And then through a process of using electricity, the water is transformed into these, into this amazing thing that you can drink and put into your body, and it's awesome. Okay, so what did that do for you? These people come over, set mm-hmm. up your machine, they're drinking it for a while. How long were you drinking it before you felt like, hey, I feel a bit better? And in what way? What was what was a problem? Like you said, um, you were having problems with your skin, mm-hmm. um, stomach problems kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, Which is very common, right? Like almost every other person has some sort of, yes. you know, It's kind of like if you think about, too, like what health improvements would you experience if you began eating a healthy diet? Mm -hmm. So it would be comparable to that. Like my skin, like like I said, I struggled with my skin since I was a teenager. Like even very quick. From your acidic well water. I'm 31. (laughs) Just you all know, and I'm proud of it. So that's been like a good 15 years Mm -hmm. dealing with this. And from my toxic well water that I've been drinking my whole life. You're lucky to be living. (laughs) I know. (laughs) And so my skin was got started improving very quickly, you know, and just more energy during the day, better sleeping at night. Like I seriously had the first full night sleep in four and a half years. Albeit the kids play into that pretty majorly. Um, And... uh, and just my husband too. He has struggled with major digestion and problems since a kid, and he saw you know things were starting to get better for him. Mm-hmm. And that'd be huge too, yeah, right? Yeah, that's a big that's a big one for a lot of people. So, yeah, and just feeling just in general, like I have so much energy. Like I just I before I had accepted it as normal that right. we're people are just tired all the time. That's just the way it is. Correct. And sluggish, and you know just lethargic and all. I just thought, you know, everybody's tired. Everybody's busy. And right. I'm tired of the kids. I'm, you know, busy with the kids. I haven't gotten a good night's sleep. Yeah. There's always a million things that can keep you feeling tired. So you yeah. attribute it to those things, right? Yeah. But then it's not true. I've, I don't feel that way anymore. So I feel full of energy all the time. And 
my kids are still waking me up two to three times a night and I like it's you know it's yeah it's it's not normal to be tired all the time two to three times a night they wake you up that's insane I know, I know. do you feel bad for me yeah I do I okay. do okay Thank my you. kids are older, so I'm past that. Seriously, like this is awesome. I'm like here. I don't have my kids. <laughs> oh, this talking is like to a an break. Adults? <laughs> well, to kind of an adult. adult. Oh, yeah, kind of. Well, you know. Yeah, you pass around all that. Say. <laughs> I can fake it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, okay, so we're going to talk about ionizers, right? So mm-hmm. let's say someone decides they want to try one. How do I know what a good ionizer is? Do you know what I mean? How do I? If I'm comparing apples to apples, That's how do I know tricky. which one is good? Right. That's tricky. As much as I love Google. And as much as I love the internet and like our access to information, it's the same thing as when you're feeling bad trying to diagnose yourself with oh Google. Gosh. You yes. don't do it. You know, otherwise, you're dying. You're dead the next day. And you know, you know, I have people like going on, you know, and they go and they they type in ionized water, mm-hmm. and it is it's like you're going through the gutters of information because you have there's so much marketing going on. There's so much other companies that are trying to sell their products that are bashing back and forth and it's just it's hard it's hard to know what's true and what what is what is real so um and you know anybody can put up a blog and write what they want and Mm -hmm. so someone betty boo who's writing her nutrition journey can just has no (laughs) background in anything can write a story and then someone's like well she said this so it must be true and it's just it's seriously she's got twenty thousand followers (sighs) i know come on come on people so um in terms of the machines there is there's one company that is above them all and it is a it does it's a manufacturer and the distributor so they're fully invested they're the original company they're the one that's you know been going the longest and so that has the highest quality machine because there's a lot of knockoffs on the market that unfortunately are preying on people's lack of understanding and you know people aren't seeing any positive results from drinking that water so that was kind of gives the whole industry a bad rap yeah. right because then they're saying you know i tried one maybe the company was kind of shady the mm-hmm. machine was expensive it didn't do what you wanted it to or expected it to so then you toss it to the side yeah. and then blanket them all as being bad yeah. which yeah. again you know i'm not saying whether they're good or bad and i think it's important to do your own research for yourself like yeah. you said yeah due diligence is important and taking your own health into your own hands is yeah. super important so sometimes you need to figure it out yourself mm-hmm. but you want to figure it out as least expensively is that a mm-hmm. word as possible yeah right you you know it's it's the whole principle is you can buy 10 cheap ones or one quality one, and that's more expensive. Right. But just because it's more expensive doesn't mean it's quality. That's true. There's definitely some companies out there that are expensive and... And they know that. You know what I mean? Like, if you're creating a product, whether it's this one or another one, mm-hmm. you always want to price yourself at a place where you don't want to be too cheap because then people think you're cheap garbage. Yeah. You don't want to be too expensive because you don't want to think... You want to make sure people can afford it. But then again, there's other companies that will price high just because they know that people think if it's more expensive, yeah, it's better quality. Yeah. So I think really some good things to look at at the company is how long has it been around? Mm-hmm. Um, is the company itself manufacturing the product or mm-hmm. are they just farming it out to wherever and being produced by another company that if something goes wrong, you know, they can just drop them and move on? So is the company invested in their product? And, you know, what are, there's, there's so many things in the machine. You look at the side, like these machines have plates inside of them, mm-hmm. which come in all different shapes and sizes. And Plates, what plates? What do the plates do? 
um, they're the plates that are what the water goes over and gets that elect it gets an electric charge on the water, mm-hmm. which is produces the hydrogen in the water. It's super high antioxidant, so that's those plates in there are super important. That's I love like, the way you keep it so simple for me. I'm trying like, really hard. I'm like, rein it in, Megan. <laughs> Don't get all like detailed. Nobody wants to hear this. Everybody's gonna fall asleep while they're listening to me. So you know, I was baiting you there. Yeah, my husband you. was like, Megan. <laughs> Reel it in. Reel it in. Relax, pal. Yeah, you know, nobody cares about (laughs) antioxidants and molecular hydrogen, okay? (laughs) And I've met Kevin. He won't understand, okay? (laughs) No, you're a smart guy. You're a smart guy. That's funny. Okay, so I'm going to consider you my water girl from now on. Okay, yeah, I love it. So where can people get a hold of you? For more information, like I know it's an interesting conversation, kind of mm-hmm. leads, uh, leaves it open for a lot of questions. I you know, know it sure does. Doesn't um, it? So maybe if people are interested in, you know, ionized water, mm-hmm. and we'll have more questions about it, how can they contact you? Well, they can. I will. I am even willing. I care so much about this. I'm willing to give my phone number because this oh, is. Oh, don't like, do it! Don't do it! <laughs> this is like. I care a lot about this. I really want people to have their information, and so you can have my phone number. It's two zero four. Eight nine eight zero five seven one. What if they're shy and they want to contact you via email or Facebook or that kind of thing online you, in, in any form? You can email me at not at you know. Yeah, yeah, you they know. You know, you know what I'm doing here. <laughs> <laughs> don't want to confuse anybody. So am at waterexperiment.com is my email, mm-hmm. or look up Megan Kamai on Facebook. And How do you spell your last name? K-A-M-E-I. You're on Facebook, right, so they can get a hold of you through instant messaging on Facebook or Oh, yeah, email you can find anybody on, online these days. <laughs> oh, my God. So good, but We're, so bad. Yeah, yeah, nobody's safe. So, yeah, <laughs> that's my contact info. I'm, I'm super, like, I would love to hear from people. I love to talk about water and share what I know. You do love water, don't you? I do. I like, admit yeah, it. You reeled yourself back so hard I know, in this conversation. Like, I, I know. And I really like. I sent you like probably a four or five page Word document a couple months ago of like, I everything I wanted to talk about. And you're like, oh dear. So <laughs> down, it's so exciting. This water. Everybody needs it in their life. <laughs> and you look so normal. Uh, you're awesome, man. Thanks well, for coming. This is, in. Yeah, this is why we're on radio and not TV. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> That's my fault, believe me. People have seen me. Uh, Thanks, man. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for tuning into the main ingredient today. It means a lot to me. And thank you to my guests, Jessica Wolachenko, Sobe's extra pharmacy dietitian, and Megan Kamai filling me in on what ionized water is. Don't forget, you can listen to the main ingredient on iTunes and Google Play. So I'll chat with you all next week here on 680 CJOB. This is 680 CJOB.